Hey, what's up, everyone? Welcome to Narwhals episode six. We had a little bit of a break there, but we're back and we're better than ever. Feeling refreshed. Yeah, we're refreshed. We had a sabbatical uh, of just being busy. So that's what that was. But uh, hey, Kieran, what's up? What's going on? I'm doing great. How are you doing? I'm doing good. I'm doing good. And with us today, we have a special guest. He is from the uh, the planet uh, Endor. Well, it's a it's moon, right? Endor's moon. Yeah, yeah. come on. It's a, it's a moon. I'm sorry, uh, but this is Andrew. Say hello. What's going on, guys? Thanks for having me. Welcome. Welcome to the show. So, um, pretty cool. You can find him at Averbs on Twitter or Averbs a v e r b s dot com, and um, and we're, we're going to talk a little bit about uh, fitness today, and not not like preachy fitness, but. Andrew comes from a pretty cool background. He does web stuff, builds apps and companies, and he also is pretty big into football and played through college and all that kind of jazz. And I watched years ago. I watched your highlight reel, and uh, it was pretty insane. So, um, I'm but anyhow, looking, I'm looking this up as we speak. Yeah, yeah. Where is your highlight reel, by the way? Where do you? Um, if you go to andrewverbencore.com, <laughs> so the full name. Show notes. Show notes. Yeah, then we can watch your watch your thing. But um, but anyhow, why don't you tell us a little about a little bit about you, about what you do, where you came from, all that kind of stuff, so people get familiarized. Right, right. Um, so I was born and raised in Green Bay. Um, went to Green Bay East High School. You know, pretty plain uh, Middle America here. Um, started designing in high school. Um, was really big into snowboarding and always saw Burton had like the best site and, you know, thought, Hey, how do I make that? And so we made a little snowboarding team and I started getting into that and diving into like cascading style sheets, which back then were cutting edge. Um, and so kind of carried that into college and just, you know, curious about designing app sites. And at that time, you know, just websites and stuff for social media, um, you know, kind of went on my own in, in college and started designing for companies, um, you know, doing freelance in like 2005, just as a way to make some extra side money. And uh, yeah, I went I went to Winona State uh, in Minnesota and I graduated in 2008, uh, played football there. And when I graduated, I just went full time with design um, and I have been ever since. Um, and kind of after that, I, I went, uh, played football and did a lot of uh a lot of different combine circuits and testing and, you know, tried to land on a team, which, as you can imagine, isn't that easy. So uh, <laughs> played the under underdog uh, card for a while, and I ended up playing professional indoor for two years here back in Green Bay. And nice. um, my latest tryout was a, was a regional combine, an NFL regional combine this March um, in Chicago, I believe. What is a combine? Sorry. Um, so basically you... You know, they bring you in and they, they test you on all the measurables. So, like, 40-yard dash, vertical. Um, oh, that's called a combine. Yeah, like bench press. And then they'll run you through position drills and all that fun stuff. The jumpy stuff. thing, the vertical jump thing where you slap the, slap the colors. Exactly. Slap the guy in the face. The guy, who's, <laughs> the guy who lays down up there, you slap him in the face. Slap a taller guy in the face. <laughs> what's, your, what's your 40? Give us a, give us a time. Um, about a 4.7. Ooh. which is Ooh. it's okay but i mean you know so i put on a little muscle um i played mostly running back my senior year in, in college but um my agent said hey you know you're white and you <laughs> uh, are a little shorter so you probably you know 
could uh, could make it as a fullback and not a, not a running back in the NFL. Sure. So put on a little Peyton bit Hillis of style, right? Put on a little bit of weight. Um, so yeah, I used to be faster. I think my senior year I, I ran like a four, in the four fives. Nice. So but what's was, a, what's a good speed? I don't know. Any of those. Okay. Yeah, any any speed is good. I mean, but you know, I've seen guys that run four threes that have two left feet on the field. So sometimes right. it like translates. It's, a, it's sometimes one it metric. Yeah. Right. Yeah. We should. Right. We need to do combines for designers. Like every once in a while. Like every year, you have to you have to get together and just kind of do All a right. bunch of do, do a bunch flat. of funny things. Do flat. All right. Do, <laughs> do skeuomorphic. <laughs> How fast can you make this do, look realistic? Do a forty pixel dash. <laughs> It's just a dash. It's just a solid single pixel line. How quickly can you use the marquee tool to drag over 40 pixels? Exactly. Exactly 40 pixels. If you're over, you're out. We should do that. Freaking. Okay, I'm going to I'm going to see if this is available. I'm going to see if designcombine.com is available. You can eyeball 40 40 pixels. Yeah, we can designcombine.com That's waiting Oh dang man it's taken It's taken let's see what it is Might be mine already No it's it's like some weird thing some like 1990s architect website Probably actually like a path like an illustrator pathfinder uh, What what about designcombine.pro Ooh .pro We can get designcombine.co Need to do it. We need to set this up. Or dot actor. Everybody, go work on your. Yeah, we'll come up. We'll come up with some. We'll come up with some things, and then at the next ValioCon, I'll hold an actual design combine. I'm not even joking. I will. (laughs) No, we should. This is this is a good idea. Uh, Sorry, Uh, I totally. I feel like I totally detoured us here from this from the. How dare The football tale. Yes, but okay. So wait, so you played in college. And uh, you played running back in college? Yep, yeah, I played running back and a little bit of fullback kind of coming up. And then my senior year was more like short-yarded situations. Nice. You're the punch-it-in guy. Yeah, What um, much. What did you go to school for? Did you know that you wanted to kind of do this design thing? You were saying you, you kind of started that in high school, right? Yeah, I mean, I, I started doing it, like, to make money in 2005, which was my sophomore year of college. So, mm-hmm. you know, kind of doing it and, and making money. Hey, this is pretty cool. <laughs> um, and kind of got more into it and kind of set a goal to, you know, when I graduated, I wanted to work for myself and want to go to work for the man. And, you know, always, I had a lot of ideas back then too, but things I didn't know how to create, but, you know, started on my own and i um, actually went to school for business administration was my major. And then my minor was MIS, which ended up being a waste, obviously. Um, I think we learned ASP.net and we use like Visual Basic and (laughs) (laughs) I ended up getting a, getting a 4.0 in my minor, but I can't tell you what, what we did. (laughs) You don't, you don't use that on a regular basis? Classic ASP that is? Yep. Not at all. (laughs) I would imagine. I I haven't used it a day since. So, so what are you up to now? Like what's your, what are you doing these days? Um, So actually I just started, um, full-time for a company out of Iron Mountain, which is actually in the UP, so just, like, right above Wisconsin, um, designing, like, a lot of their internal products they do, um, like, cable. they're a cable communications company, and, and they do um, monitoring and support and, like, network health, and they have, like, 
a support center where they answer calls and support different cable networks throughout the country. Mm-hmm. Um, so right now we're working on redoing all their interfaces and you know designing a better UX across that and like iOS and Android applications and sweet fun and stuff. You have you have like your own side projects, so yeah. Yeah, yeah, I've uh, yeah quite a few. Uh, probably start too many. <laughs> um, yeah. It usually starts you know with an idea and throw up a holder page and hey when I when I get to it or minute I have free time, you know, I kind of switch back or like when I'm doing other client work or freelance work on the side, you know, kind of run dry a little bit and then, you know, just kind of switch to say, Hey, I had this idea for, you know, this side project. So I start doing that. But, um, you know, a couple that are just my own and then have, um, a couple that are, are with some other partners. Um, yeah. So like one of the main ones we're working on now is called attack tracker and it's, um, STEMI and stroke performance tracking. So, Basically, it interfaces between, um, like, the heart attack cath lab that processes a patient and the EMS to give them, like, real-time feedback and metrics over time, whereas right now it's tracked um, throughout the country, mostly via paper. So we're working Dang. on working on an application for that and um, partnered That's up cool. with, with a couple of people from a local hospital here. That's right. Yeah, for sure. It's wild that that it's wild that so many things in the medical industry are still like paper. Mm-hmm. They're still paper copies, and I know it's like a big, it's a huge, huge industry. And how are you going to modernize every aspect of it uh, in any reasonable uh, uh, scope of time? But it's uh, it's still mind boggling to see how much of it is still like printing out records and and uh, writing things down with a pen, right? Um, Maybe it's not that weird, but you can, I, I have to imagine that within uh, a decade, two decades, I don't know how long, like the entire, the entire medical industry is going to be like significantly different. Um, but I don't know. Maybe not. Yeah. Hopefully. Yeah, hopefully. Hopefully it gets better. Hopefully. Yeah. Save more lives. That's cool. That's cool. So, um, by the way, I just bought designcombine.co so yes i own that domain just so you know so by the time this this episode airs you cannot go steal it whoever's listening yeah well they could buy anything else but (laughs) (laughs) um so cool so i want to talk a little bit about what like your decision to go from doing something like foosball where you're working out all the time right and that's your goal to doing something where you're sitting down all the time, where you you'd had been doing that, you know, before during school, that's what you, mm-hmm. that's what you did. But now that it's like full time, and um, and I assume the workouts have taken somewhat of a backseat to it, not going as hard as you used to, not going ham. <laughs> I found out what that word meant <laughs> two months ago, so I finally got to say it. <laughs> um, <laughs> But uh, if any of you doesn't know what ham means, look it up. I don't know if you can look it up. But, um, <laughs> anyways, uh, what I don't know. What have you found for yourself, um, like health wise? Like, what what have you struck a balance? Like, I don't know. Just going from something so extreme to something, you know, as like working out all the time mm-hmm. to something so extreme as like sitting down all the time. Like. What, I don't know if you could talk to that point a little bit from your perspective. Yeah. I mean, I mean, for me, it's kind of always been like, uh, you know, like a blessing to be able to, you know, to support myself on the side, you know, well, 
as a main thing doing design and freelance and creating my own stuff um and then be able to to work out you know two or three four hours a day depending on on what we have um and that kind of was you know that kind of was a story um this past year so i got as i mentioned i ha- had that combine at the end of march and you know every day between warm up stretching um the workout you know cool down ice you know ice tubbing after the workout you know you're you're looking at anywhere from three and a half to four hours a day um and so that was you know that's something that took a lot of time away obviously from design and working on client stuff but you know even now i work out six days a week still um you know when i can or when we're not out of town just because i don't know for me i get like stir crazy if i sit too long um for sure so (laughs) like i don't know I, i i'm still going with like the same intensity i'm not doing the same you know, duration of, of workouts. So like now they're probably closer to hour, hour and a half maybe, um, versus doing, you know, a lot of the field work and sprint stuff. I'm just more lifting and, and do cardio a few times a week. Um, do you still do an ice bucket challenge at the end of each, uh, each workout? <laughs> I, I don't, I don't. It's like but, a reverse ice, but you go into the ice bucket. Yeah. So I, I had to do that last week. I got nominated and I, I did that. I was going to do it while taking an ice bath, but. <laughs> <laughs> so tell me about that. Where do you go to get an ice bath? I mean, like, do you get, do you have to go to the gas station yourself and buy a bunch of ice? That's right. <laughs> On the way home from the workout, you know, you pick up, pick up a few 20 pound bags and. Um, are you kidding or are you serious? No, I'm serious. <laughs> oh my God. Yeah. And then, you know. It dep- I mean, some facilities, you know, they'll have like physical therapy stuff and sometimes you can use that. But um, most of the time it's better just to do it at home. Otherwise. So you come home, put a bunch of ice in your bath, fill it up and hop in and be like, hey, honey. <laughs> yeah. Turn on some Netflix on the iPad or something and or read a book or whatever. Dang, dude. That's crazy. So the whole the whole idea there is to hurry up and uninflame your muscles. Exactly. Yeah. So you try and reduce the lactic acid that's built up, yeah. you know, in your workout and helps you recover a lot better. Um, and yeah. you know, brings your muscle temp down a lot, which is good. Otherwise like, you know, have if you, you ever thought about working out with an ice pack suit on? <laughs> <laughs> Don't they have those? Those like bubble suits? You'd maybe probably, not ice suits. You'd probably like cramp Kobe. up. You'd have like a full body cramp because <laughs> yeah, I know. Your Thank body you temp that. would be like 40 degrees. Hey, guys, I'm an inventor. Here's my <laughs> Do you want to eliminate 20 minutes at the end of the day? <laughs> Who wants to be hot all the time? Are you working out? <laughs> you see you lugging around those 20-pound bags of ice? <laughs> oh, it'd be hilarious. You see some guy. It'd be about as ridiculous as it is. Like I used to go to the gym uh, regularly years ago, and you see those guys who come in. And it's just like, please know your limits because they get too hot and they just like just an ocean is coming out of them. Just so much sweat. They're just pure glistening every part of their body. And they sit on like the bike or something. It's just like puddles beneath them and they get off the bike and it looks like someone hosed it down. It's so disgusting. (laughs) It'd be about as ridiculous as that, I think, seeing that because that's pretty gross. But um, yeah, so I actually just got uh, what was it two days ago? No, I guess it's been like almost a week now. <laughs> uh, I got my standing desk, which has been pretty freaking epic. So standing I've been only, or just or the converter? Now yeah, it's, com- it it's it's conversion. It's conversion. So it's called the float. It's by Human Scale, mm-hmm. and I didn't want one that had a motor on it. And so this one, you just like you put your hand on the desk, you 
you pull up on a little lever and you just float it up and down and uh, it's pretty cool it's it's been awesome like um i don't know if i definitely feel them in the then uh you know when i sit down i'm not going to say i have more energy or anything like that because it's only been a week i have no idea but mm-hmm. um i don't know i just feel i feel better about it i feel like my circulation is going to do better um that was one of the main reasons i got it's just for circulation purposes but um yeah i don't know it's it's been great do you guys have those have you ever tried them out I have not. I do not. I would be open to it. I think it'd be a really good idea. I mean, I try to be mindful about that anyway. Even with, um, I try to at least stand up like every for a couple minutes every hour, and I don't always do that. But that's kind of what my I try to do. And then also for eye strain, I try to do this like twenty 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 rule or whatever they call it. I think it's like every twenty minutes, focus on something at least twenty feet yeah. away for twenty seconds or something. Yeah. And I noticed that has helped a lot. So I think it's good to uh, to focus both on uh, not only on your on your head, your eyes, your brain, everything that's that's doing the focusing. But then, yeah, I am I'm really bad about starting to slouch after I've been sitting somewhere for like thirty minutes. So I think a stand up desk would be Dude, uh, in my I, future. Yeah, when I sit down, like I'll catch myself in the weirdest freaking positions. <laughs> yeah, how like, did I get? How did I do this? I'll be like totally lean to one side, almost ninety degrees. My hand will be just like so weird. I'm like, what am I doing? My back is like in a freaking knot. Right. <laughs> Chin's I'm on like, the desk. Yeah, I'm like in a pretzel. <laughs> I'm upside down. My head's on the ground. My feet are clicking the mouse. <laughs> but man, this work looks great. Yeah, <laughs> I did it. I did it this time. Yeah, man. I I don't have one. I mean, I've I've used one at like coffee shops around here, and I got a few friends that have them. But um, I was actually going to build one, but with moving, it was like, am I really going to move this desk, or do I want to build it and then store it? Um, so I've just actually like two or three months ago, I pulled out my chair and replaced it with a stability ball, which has seemed to help. Um, you still doing it? Yeah, still doing it. So huh. I did that for a while. A couple of years ago, I did that for a while. Yeah, I. I just got rid of my chair and actually had only that for a while. Mm-hmm. But yeah, this I have a muscle roller. Have you guys ever tried that? Like a foam roller? Yeah, kind oh, of. Yeah, it's mm-hmm. like it's a hollow. It's like a piece of plastic, like a hollow piece of plastic with foam on the outside, and um, it's super good. Like for some reason, my back was like flaring up and starting to hurt tons just like a couple weeks ago. I roll out every day, and it helped it. Now it's healed up again. But um, I don't know. It's super good, but. I don't know. The reason I'm kind of asking about this is because something I've said on previous podcasts and in different shows is that I kind of look at our industry and what we do, just like most everyone would, and be like, this kills you, you know, uh, sitting down all day. Mm-hmm. Um, so many studies show that it increases complications with your heart and, and circula- uh, blood circulation and a bunch of other stuff. And um, so, you know, working out, like you said, you do it six days a week. Um, for one hour, one and a half hours, and then you ice up for three hours after that. But <laughs> uh, well, just, stuff- just till you can't move. Sometimes it's longer than that. <laughs> Seven hours later, um, he's dead. Uh, no, but um, what was I was saying, oh yeah, so it's like if you work construction, you know, you got to wear a hard hat, you got to wear steel toe boots. You know, it's it's like regulation. We mm-hmm. won't let you on the site. So I kind of consider fitness the same thing because if we're sitting down all day, you got to counteract that sittingness by getting your blood moving more than just like getting up to go get lunch in the other room or slouching back and eating chocolate um, and beer out of a, a hat 
beer dispenser. Um, or <laughs> that sounds do that it. doesn't sound that bad, but yeah, I, I, hear, I hear what you're saying. I get the point. <laughs> yeah, that sounds awful. Yeah, it sounds terrible. Um, but uh, no, but 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 fitness is like the hard hat for our industry and for other people who who are in an industry where you sit down all day. And um, but it's always so hard for me, anyways, to to break away from what I'm doing because I love design and building things so much. Mm-hmm. Sure. Um, it's hard to break away because usually, usually when I'm like thinking about, I'm going to, I want, okay, maybe I should break away like, you know, towards the end of the day or maybe the beginning of the day, beginning of the day is tough because that's when I have tons of emails I have to get to. And so I'm like, I feel like I kind of urgent, like, okay, I got to answer these emails, that kind of thing. And the end of the day is tough because I'm always like so zoned into what I'm doing. I've got like, oh gosh, I got like an hour left. And I'm just like hammering away. My fingers going crazy. Yeah. And so it's so hard to pull away. So it's, right. it's always been a struggle for me um since i started doing design professionally i've always like worked out my whole life but then um when i started i guess like around 2007 2006 when i started like building my own products that's when it started like becoming like really hard to pull away and i was always in and out of the gym mm-hmm. and so like for me i know this isn't everybody obviously not you andrew but um for me like getting a trainer was something that was like super key and so I've had one for the last three years. Now that I've moved to Washington, I don't. But um, but having my buddy Rhett, who spoke at ValueCon, my conference a couple of times um, there, and ha- like having like to meet him and, and paying my own money, you know, it just like makes it so much easier for me to like actually get up and go and do that stuff. And I would suggest anybody, if you're like me, and it is hard to break away, I would suggest getting a trainer because then you ain't got to worry about it. You know, right. they'll worry about it. And you don't have to get in the gym and be like, oh, gosh, everything's on my mind. What am I going to do for my workout? You don't even have to. I never even think once because they get it all in for you. And, and don't go to 24-Hour Fitness or LA Fitness and, <laughs> and sign up for a trainer because those people, are not, not that they're bad people or anything like that. They're just there for a job. If you find somebody who has their own business doing this stuff, um, then it's more of like their lifestyle. It's what they want to do with their life, and they're more passionate about it. And that is the kind of person you want to hire, just like you would want to hire them as a developer or designer for your stuff. Um, but that's my rant on fitness. Yeah. And I mean, I I think, you know, I definitely struggle with the same thing as you get to the gym. Like I know what my workout is, you know, I have a, well, I don't have a trainer right now, but when I was training earlier this year, you know, I trained with them six days a week. Um, but like now, you know, I still get my workouts written up and stuff. So that type of thing, but you get there and you have all these things running through your mind. And like you said, you know, it doesn't matter if I work out at 5am or, or 5pm, you know, there's always emails to get to. There's always stuff going on where, you know, I'm checking my phone because I'm either playing music on it or stuff like that. It's easy to, you know, to let it consume you. But I think Kieran was saying that, you know, you got to give your mind a break too, like from the work stuff. So that, that helps for me too, you know, the physical aspect of it. And then also just getting your mind off of everything you have to do and just trying to, you know, uh, de-stress, I guess, for the day or... Yeah, I'm ex- I'm exactly like that. Like I, I, I mean, timing is still hard, especially having kids too and working from home. Like, that's just one more thing. Where if I'm trying to break away at the end of the day, that's usually right when you know someone's getting up from a nap or something, and mm-hmm. it's hard to even justify at that point. Okay, maybe I should go do uh, I should go work out. But yeah, for me, uh, and I run. Um, I don't I don't usually go to a gym. I usually just go for a a long run or something. But I go stir crazy, which I think you were kind of saying. If I don't do it. Right. Um, and if I go, you know, two, three days without going for a run, uh, I, I start going nuts. Um, so yeah, there's kind of this weird cathartic 
uh, it's not like you don't think about work when you're out there, um, but it's like this, it's this kind of like Zen thing almost where, where you kind of, uh, even if there's something, there's like a problem that, that I can't uh, think through or solve going for a run helps just kind of see it from a, a different perspective. You see it without the monitor in front of you. Um, and I'm sure just, you know, uh, biologically, uh, you've got, you know, in, endorphins flowing through you and, um, there's something weirdly like uh, cathartic about the whole thing that that is actually kind of beneficial. I think. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. And I don't know. Like I'm a little bit different in that I don't go stir crazy. If I'm sitting down all day, I don't know. Maybe it's just like you know I got kids at the at my house, so I'm literally I I I think I haven't been bored since like the year 2007. <laughs> like <laughs> honestly, like. It's, there's always so much stuff going on, so I never really get stir crazy, even if I sit down all day and even all through the night because I'm like so focused on something. Um, so I never get stir crazy, which I wish I would because I wish I would have that that motivation that because it'd just be an extra motivation for me to go get out and and you know do more physical stuff. But um, get real here for y'all. And hopefully other people can relate to this. Like my motivation for me, which I used to think was a bad thing, is like I'm the kind of person that if I sat around, I would get fat, right? I get tubby. So I have to stay on top of like working out if I want to not get that. And I used to think of that as like, oh, man, Drew, you're being so superficial on yourself. Who cares what you look like? You're beautiful on the inside, right? All that kind of stuff. But then I was thinking, I'm like, you know what? Screw that devil on my shoulder. Like I need to be in the best shape I can possibly be in if I want to live longer. And I do want to live longer, so maybe that's selfish, whatever, who cares. Yeah, we've but talked about that. You want to live forever. That's my goal, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> so um, so it's it's not I, – I decided to look at it. I was like, you know what? That is not bad that I think that way because that is my motivation. The, the fact that I don't want to gain a bunch of weight, that is my motivation. And I'm realizing, you know what? That's okay. That's fine. I don't, I don't have any uh, – <laughs> unrealistic expectations i'm not trying to have like a washboard abs permanently forever you know what i mean um that i don't care about i just mainly care about like uh you know having like having my body run in a very i don't know how to say this like uh not peak performance but i don't know well maintained i guess i guess so i don't know that's for me even though i don't feel stir crazy um my motivation is I guess body image, but not in the sense of like I need to have washboard ads, just more in the sense of like health. Like I can visually see how my yeah. health is based on what's reflecting back in the mirror. <laughs> you know? So uh, so that's my motivation. So I'm sure there's other people like that too. And if that is, don't feel bad about feeling that way. I kind of felt bad that I was I was like, man, am I vain or something? But I don't think so. I think it's fine because you know it really is bad for you to to be sitting down all the time and so it's totally fine to get in and now that i'm away from carlsbad away from my buddy rhett who's my trainer um and i'm up here with no one around no gyms within 45 minute radius um <laughs> i have uh, i have a pretty big basement where i'm at because it's like really cheap here and so i work out down there and i changed my workout i'm like i'm gonna make this fun because i have like a basketball court in my basement so i'm like i'm gonna all make my workout all about um, trying to dunk so <laughs> maybe other people can do that too and we can have like a dunking contest <laughs> one year later so that's what i'm doing right now is how close are you now uh so i just like kind of decided this recently like in the last week or two. 
So gotcha. not that close. So not that close. So right now I can like touch the rim, um, but I can't dunk. So I'm hoping that. I How know, tall are you? Uh, six two. So I'm hoping that in like. Oh, you got it. You got this. You got it. You, yeah. You, from a standstill, double handed. I know I'll be able to do it, but I can't right now. Just so. imagine there's someone really tall standing next to you, and you're just trying to slap him in the face. No, believe me, I tried real hard. I can't. <laughs> so, <laughs> so some things you can't. Yeah, you can't visualize and do it. So I, I will be able to, but it'll be like a few months, and then, and then it'll be great because then I can do it. But I mean, I've played basketball like all my life, but I've never like thought to dunk. I mean, I've, I've thought about it, but I tried, like, oh, I can't do it at all. <laughs> like, breakaway but, dunk. That's yeah, not, I was, it's not the first thing to come to your mind. Yeah, I was never into basketball in the sense of, like, oh, my gosh, i got to get so good. I was never that, so I never, like, worked out for basketball. But now I'm going to do it just for the fun of it. And uh, since no one's around and I can practice trying to dunk on my, uh, my hoop without other people looking at and snickering at me. Yeah, um, what better opportunity can you get to like <laughs> practice something embarrassing? Yeah. Hey guys, I'm trying, okay? <laughs> and the the hoops in your basement, is that what you said? Yeah, yeah, it's insane here, dude. So <laughs> That's yeah. cool. Yeah. So yeah. segueing from basketball back to football. So are you still actively Andrew, are you still actively uh you said you went to a combine in Chicago recently. Like are you still trying to to actively uh, make a roster? Is that still? Um, the well, I mean, I, I, I talk with you know, I talk with a few teams, and um, you know, it, I, it's a long shot. I just turned twenty eight last week, um, but you know, a lot of the feedback I get is that you know, hey, you're twenty eight, and you know, you don't have any NFL experience. You know, why would we take a chance on you versus a guy that's twenty two or twenty three? Right. Um, you know, who who lets you know who played on a larger scale you know, like D1 or, or whatever, and, you know, that his name is more, um, has, you know, has more exposure and has more, like, big-time, you know, playing, uh, sure. playing and film, nothing, whatever. And if nothing else, they're 22 or whatever. Right, right, in this, yeah. But, um, I mean, if opportunity was there, I would definitely take it. <laughs> right, for sure. Um, what was a... Uh, what was the indoor like? Was it, I mean, going from like what you've been, what you had been playing mm-hmm. your entire, you know, pop Warner or collegiate or whatever uh, career up to that point, and you, and then you went and did uh, indoor. Like it's, uh, it's a decent amount different, right? Like the whole uh, nature of the sport is kind of is kind of different. What was the what was the transition like if there was one? Yeah, I mean, it, it was simplifying. You know, the plays a lot. You know, you didn't really have any reads. Um, the indoor league I played in was the IFL, so. There's like AFL, which is what's on ESPN and stuff, um, right. and then IFL, which uh, kind of split off. They used to be a lot of the teams used to be in AFL two, um, and like AFL one had a strike for a year, and then they came back and said to the AFL two teams, "You either need to come up or move to a different league." Um, and so Green Bay isn't that big of a um, that big of a stage and like support other than the Packers obviously but no one's driving you know two three four hours to come to a Green Bay Blizzard game <laughs> right <laughs> so, yeah. I've, ne- so the, I had, I've never heard of that other team either the Pack Packers Packers yeah they're like a, yeah, they have like a, a G logo or something I think they're yeah got like their colors no, are purple and orange <laughs> they have no fan base <clears throat> have, you guys, have you guys ever been to a NFL game all the time Every like growing up, my parents or my my grandma actually has had season tickets to the Broncos since like '68, I think. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, my growing up, I was uh, going to games regularly. 
So I'm I am a, a hard through and through Broncos fan. I saw uh, that um I read an article recently that the Packer fans were number one and Broncos. I saw were that two, and we were, were number, number two. two. I was yeah. kind of upset, but I but then it's like all right, Packers fans, yeah, they're kind of crazy and they travel well. I could yeah. see it. I've uh, never been to an NFL game. What? I've well, been you... I've been to one baseball game, the the San Diego Padres, and I've been to a. Like two, no, no, I've been at three basketball games, three NBA games, two times at the Blazers, once at the Clippers when I was eight years old. It's never too late to go pro, Drew. Man. Yeah, come on. <laughs> well, I San followed Diego pro sports kinda... when I was a kid, but I haven't followed pro sports as an adult ever. So. Yeah. I mean, e- even now, like, I, I follow, like, injury charts and, like, you know, like the news. I, I don't really watch too much football other than, like, injury practice. charts. <laughs> <laughs> you're, like, you're waiting for your in. <laughs> You're waiting for all the fullbacks to get hurt. Yeah, that guy the got league. his arm broke. Yeah. <laughs> well, you know what I mean. Like, yeah, it's a yeah. you know it's a different situation. You don't want anyone to get hurt, but you know if that means you gotta you get to step in for an opportunity. It's a little different. Oh, sorry. Sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He has, yeah. He has yeah. Other interests here. <laughs> yeah, like, not wait. like not like NASCAR crashes <laughs> it's just or anything. Yeah. <laughs> uh, that's funny. But um. Well, I forget what I was saying. Um, yeah, so but like how different it it was. Um, so the IFL is a little bit more run um, oriented than the AFL, um, and so it was a lot. It transited a lot better for like getting good film to send to NFL teams, and um, yeah. just because you ran more, it wasn't so much um, passes. Um, but I mean, it was different. You know, I went into it. I didn't play it for. I was out of college for two years before I ultimately went to the team. Um, so I was like doing combine circuits and I went to like the um, national regional combine in Indianapolis and like tried out for all the scouts and stuff. And um, nothing really came from that. And, you know, I was ready to to pack it in. And then I, I thought, you know, hey, why don't I go play for um, this IFL team here in Green Bay? And first first season, I ended up tearing my PCL like the fourth Oof. game. Um Second season, you know, trained, rehabbed, came back, and uh, did all right. Um, kind of played in more in short yarded situations and played more fullback um, than running back. But yeah, I mean, it, you know, it was. Where's your Where's your PCL? It's like back. right behind your patella on your knee. Oh, gotcha. Yeah, so it it connects your. Dang. So it's a knee injury. Yeah, so it's a knee injury. So like it's right right down the middle of your knee, so right underneath your yeah. your kneecap. Um Yeah. Crazy. But yeah, I came back from that and stuff. Um it was yeah, a little bit different. I mean, you know, it was a faster paced game because it's you you know, it was it's half as wide and half as long. Right. And so you have, you know, sixteen guys in the box basically, and so anytime you run, you you know, you're destined to hit two or three four people at a time and like yeah, my running field. yeah my running style is like that anyway so um i did Truck pretty stick. well yeah <laughs> <laughs> so i did i did pretty well um you know and I, last year and this year too i got some afl offers um you know which they, they play on espn and you get paid more and stuff but for me it wasn't a good opportunity to move up like if i wanted to get filmed to move to to NFL, it wouldn't, you know, it's not really a, a good opportunity just because of my position and, and kind of how the offenses are. Unless you got like a, you know, a, a different team that 
was willing to change up their offense, you know, for your style. Sure. Which, you know, which could have happened. You, you never know what happens once you get in camp and, you know, get in there. But hmm. yeah. crazy. But yeah, so. And now you're moving, right? You just we were talking about that. Maybe now you're going to go we... play for the Hawaiian Rainbows, right? <laughs> <laughs> Is that a team? All the, all the teams, like the high school teams and everything in Hawaii are all named the Rainbows. Really? Yeah. So how do you know, like. There's one team or like the Rainbows playing the Rainbows. Yeah, it's like yeah. the Wildcats playing Everyone's the, Wildcats. the Rainbows. Yeah. Rainbows against Rainbows. We got the blue and the red. Rainbows win and everyone's like who? Yeah, it's <laughs> the Rainbows surfing. and the it's the Rainbows and the Alohas. <laughs> yeah, that'd be cool. So you're moving to Big Island or Um we're moving to Oahu. Nice. Is that yeah. I hear that's pretty similar to uh Wisconsin just climate-wise. Yeah, yeah. Exactly, especially like during pretty, winter. Yeah, pretty much the same thing. Yes. Yeah. Um, That's like awesome. The farmer Farmer's Almanac came out uh, like this week or something, and they said that it's supposed to be colder here than last year. And last year we had 50 days um, below zero. Jeez. During winter. Oh, so I feel like the whole country got rocked. Gosh. Like the whole country, aside yeah, from California, had like a really, really hard winter. Yeah, it, it, fifty it, days below zero. Yeah, I think the coldest weather I've ever been in is like in the twenties. Does it not get cold where you are right now? It'll get cold there. Oh, it'll get cold here. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, maybe it got cold in that, but as a kid, I don't remember. But I mean, like where I lived, I could, it snowed a couple times. Um, it would snow a couple times during the winter, but not like it wouldn't be snow on the ground the whole time or anything like that. But um, yeah, and then. Um, yeah, let's see. I've been to some like Eastern Washington once when it was pretty cold. I nothing below like I oh, gosh, maybe at nights it got down into the teens. Yeah, I'm sure at nights it got down into the teens. But like when I was a kid during the day, it was in the twenties. I think I've actually dove in as cold of water as I've been in. I, when I dove in Canada, uh, on this wrecked ship, it was 28 degrees in the water. Well, wetsuit on, of course. Wetsuit on, but did it was you? a rental, so my gloves didn't quite reach, <laughs> and nor did my booties. Did you, so did there was a little like, skin rings showing on each ooh. limb. Do you have <laughs> to bring your own bags of ice for that one? <laughs> <laughs> this is going to warm you. Yeah. <laughs> you were in the ice suit. That's funny. Yeah. We do a polar plunge here in winter to raise money for uh, Special Olympics. And it's like a big thing around here where they, they cut a hole in ice sheets all over you know lakes ponds whatever and people raise money and, and jump in <laughs> so wow. yeah Dang. it's i've jumped into water that had ice on top of it and then i we did this thing where the, we were in a hot tub we were like let's go around the water and we all ran down jumped in jumped out went back in the hot tub and it's the worst feeling oh gosh it's terrible P- pins and needles yeah your skin's like what's going on it wasn't like the guy that, that tried jumping in the frozen pond. You guys have seen that video? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and like breaks his back. <laughs> that guy's cool. Cannonball. Yes. Watch that video. So on that note, um, let's, uh, let's call it a night. It was great talking to you guys about this and about health and fitness and learning about foosball, little mo. Did you like that movie, by the way? Was it offensive to you? What movie were we talking The Water Boy? Yeah. No, no, it wasn't offensive to me. <laughs> I think it was more offensive to just like southern people in general, not, not necessarily right. football players. Yeah, if I was in Louisiana, I'd be offended. <laughs> That's true. In the bayou. Yeah. Um, it was a good one, though. But uh, cool. 
Actually, I'm about to watch. I think my wife wants to. That's what we're going to do. We're about to watch his newest one, Blended. Adam Sandler's newest movie. So I don't know if y'all seen it, but I don't know if it's good or not, but I'm going to end up watching it. So I'll tell you. I'll tell you. I don't think I've seen that one. I don't think I've seen an Adam Sandler movie since like 1999. You haven't seen Clicked or Click? Nope. Nope. Dude, Click's so good. 50 yeah, First like, Dates? Be, between like Billy Madison and uh, Happy Gilmore. Yeah, like, that was no, enough they, of a childhood. I don't need to They're be, different. Uh, they're I don't different. need to misremember him. Dude, gangster. Watch yourself some Click. You like that one. <laughs> Especially since you're from Colorado, you'll like it. It's all uh, grown yeah, up. Because it has nothing to do with Colorado. <laughs> <laughs> that has no bearing. Yes. You'd be like, Drew said I should watch this because Colorado, I don't get it. I better intently watch and wait for the reference. Yeah, you got to look for it. All right, guys. Well, it was great talking to you all. And thanks to everyone who uh, stuck around for our uh, funny talk and random talk. But um, we'll be back again soon. And thanks, Andrew, for coming on the yeah, show. Thanks, thanks Karen. Yeah, thanks for having me, guys. appreciate it. And we'll see you all later. All Cheers. right, we'll see you.